We are duck hunting fanatics. Knee deep in the duck blind. If it flies, it dies. Only duck hunting fanatics know what it feels like to see a brightly colored Drake Mallard cup its wings and soar towards your decoys. It's what we do and it's what we love. Duck hunting fanatics with boots on the ground, eyes in the skies reports. And we get it from professional duck guides all across the country. We interview them for their top tips and tricks from their years of experience from the duck hunting blind. This is Duck Hunting Fanatics, and this is Eric Wilkes. What's your best shotgun shooting tip for hitting a moving target? I, I just recommend when I shoot, I find a bird and I catch up with him and I swing with him till I pass him. Then I get a comfortable lead and I try to make sure I maintain that gap. You know, whatever my lead is, you don't want to stop. Make sure you follow all the way through. I guess that'd be, I guess that'd be my... My tip be follow all the way through. Find your bird and then follow through. Don't stop and shoot in front of him. You're not, you're not trying to lay it out there and then hit it. You're trying to swing, shoot the same with him, same speed. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot of guys, a lot of inexperienced guys, you can always tell because they'll, they'll stop the second that they pull the trigger and they won't continue swinging the yeah, gun. Yeah, they pull the trigger and stop. Yep. You got, you got it. You got to swing all the way through. And I, I always think, uh, you know, think like, like baseball growing up, I played baseball as a kid and I always draw, draw it back to that. Right. They always say swing through and, yep. you know, don't, don't stop yep. swing when you hit the ball. Right. And this, it's that same kind of, it's that same concept. Uh, and, and we've had a few people actually email in and we've had some comments on Facebook and stuff about choke tubes. So, you know, what choke tube do you recommend and why? I shoot a cold black pattern master. I like a full choke because when I hit something, I don't want to, I don't want to wound it. I want to kill it, you know, and a lot of times guiding, I'll shoot after the man's done shot. You know, they'll have one hit and cripple and he's going to make it to the grass and he's 60 yards, you know, and it's a long shot. I want all my pellets on target when I pull the trigger. I want to, I'm usually shooting at the longer bird because I'm not going to get up and shoot in front of my guys. I let them shoot and then I shoot the, either the highest one or the, or try to hit them before they get in the grass or get away, you know, and that, the pattern master code black, it's, it really does it for me. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, welcome everybody. Eric Wilkes here with Duck Hunting Fanatics and I have on the line with me Kyle Homra from Homra's Guide Service down at Real Foot Lake, Tennessee. Kyle, thanks again for joining us today, man. We really appreciate it. Man, I enjoy it. 
Well, good. We're, we're, we're happy to have you, man. Uh, so moving right along, what are you seeing? Uh, what are you seeing down at, uh, at the lake this week? Well, we had a, we had a, a pretty big rain come in yesterday and uh, everybody saw birds. Had a lot of gadwalls show up and we, uh, most blinds averaged 15 to 25 birds yesterday. You know, my blinds and other, other guys services as well. It was a good day. People saw ducks all day coming in. I'm not sure where they come from. I guess all the snow and stuff is hitting up north of us. And uh, today when I was hunting, I saw several large groups of uh, white-fronted geese, we call speckle bellies, coming in, and some uh, some some more large groups of ringnecks and some canvasbacks I saw yesterday. So we got a pretty good push this week that 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 started I'd say yesterday morning, and they they come in all day yesterday. They didn't didn't really move a whole lot today. We picked up 14 today, which wasn't bad. We had a Mixed bag, you know, pintails, greenheads, gadwalls, a little bit of everything. But um, I think we're about it's it's about to get right. I believe we're getting getting several more ducks here. Yeah, and I know up where up north, way up north where I am, up in Wisconsin, you know, our seasons are are pretty much over. We've got a a, a short time window left here, a couple weeks of goose season. But uh, I, I I'm traveling down to Indiana this week in the very southern part of Indiana, and I saw down there this morning they had snow, and I saw even in Indianapolis, Indiana, they had uh, like seven inches over the last couple of days. So that's that's not too far from where you're at in in all reality. So I would say, uh, and I saw snow as far south as Louisville, Kentucky. So that tells me that uh, that's exactly what's happening to you. That 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 weather is affecting them and definitely pushing them a little bit further south. So they, they made it all the way to you uh, over the last couple of days, and that's great, man. So it should set you up hopefully for a good week uh, the rest of this week for sure. Yeah, I got a I got a friend in a, in Indianapolis, uh, the Billy D. Haven. He, he, I saw today where he'd been shooting a lot of Canadians in the snow. So I guess they're moving up there too, all the – that snow, I believe, is what's driving them. They usually do it. Wherever that snow line is, what's pushing them usually. Exactly. Now, when you're out over the lake, Kyle, what what brand and and what size of ammo do you shoot, and why? Well, it, if I was hunting by myself instead of guiding a lot of times, I shoot you know twos and threes because my first shots would be decoying birds. But but guiding, I, I like to shoot uh I shoot BBs because then again, I like to I like to I like to kill him when I'm shooting at him. I'm using it for last shot, you know. I want to hit him, hit him good, and knock him down. Uh, and I shoot federal. What I shoot, federal speed shock. I don't shoot nothing fancy. Just regular federal ammo. It's been working killing ducks for a long time, and it still kills ducks if you hit him. You got to hit him no matter what you shoot. <laughs> that that is very very true. I in federal, I know it's it's uh, it's very reliable, and from a shotgun perspective, it's really, in my opinion, one of the cleaner ammos that's out there. And I know guys will guys will you know argue for this or that, but uh, I'm the same way. Uh, uh, I'm a big believer in federal. It's pretty much all I've ever shot. Anytime it seems like I shoot anything different, I, I don't know if it's in my head or what, but I always seem to screw up or miss. And I, you know, then I blame it on. Yeah, the- I don't hit. <laughs> that's right. I go back to my federals. You're exactly right. You know, that's that's that's, that's just what I do. It's just how we roll. So, well, and and I know you guide a lot, quite a bit during the week too. So when you're when you're you know hunting from a blind and obviously you've got clients with you. You've got a little bit of a hunting party out there with you. How do you set yourself up and how do you set your clients up to shoot safely? Well, I, I 
always have in mind, you know, the safety of the situation. I won't, I won't call a shot real low down on the end if I do. First thing I do, when I get in the blind first thing in the morning before we ever load a shotgun or anything, we have, just like they do on the job site, we have a safety meeting. All right, guys, here's what we're going to do what we're not going to do. You don't sit and click your safety on and off in my duck blind. You click your safety off when your gun's headed to your, your shoulder. Then if it goes off, you shoot the air. If you sit clicking it on the floor and it goes off, you shoot your buddy. It's pretty serious, you know. And also, it, when we're shooting ducks, we tell them you shoot from 10 to 2 in front of you, 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock. You go up and over, you shoot 10 to 2 behind you. If you don't want into the other, you let the end guy shoot. Don't try to beat your buddy to it and ring his ears so he can't hear. When when you get 50, you're not going to be able to talk to him because you're going to have his ears blowed out. This is true. You know, you just have to respect what's going on. And and and, and excitement, there's always going to be an excitement factor. So you got to cover all your bases because people get excited. They tend to do stuff they wouldn't normally do, you know. Yeah, they get excited. They get a little bit of a rush of adrenaline and, and the heart and the heart and the, the heart rate comes up. The blood pressure goes up and they get excited. And you're exactly right. Uh, you ever had any, any close calls out, out in the field? And, and, and I'm sure you have as a guide. You've seen it all over the years. You know, the second part to that question is how do you respond to make sure it doesn't happen again? I had a guy one time been hunting for a long time. He was probably. I was younger. I was a kid. My dad was, I was guy my dad. He was, I might have been 17, 18 years old. I don't know if I was grown up yet or not, but he, uh, it had come a freezing rain and there was some ice on the shooting step up. And when, and me and my brother was out in the decoy, we was hunting a whole ice. The whole lake was frozen. We kept a hole open in the ice and you take your decoys up every night where you can just break your hole out the next morning and the wind blows the ice to the side. Then you put your decoys back out instead of having to fight the ice through your decoys. So we were putting out deco, wasn't it? Greenhead was coming in there. It was shooting time. Greenhead was coming in there. We never get no hurry. We had that whole ice. We used it done pretty good. But, uh, we, we put out 15, 20 deco. We'd get in there and kill five or six and then pick him up, put out a few more deco. Anyhow, we was putting out deco, wasn't it? It's Greenhead coming in and we heard a little commotion and a bam, a gun went off. Of course, they was all startled. Me and my brothers in the, in the boat and, and my dad's in there in the blind and we're like, is everybody all right? Nobody said nothing. Is everybody all right? Nobody said nothing. Finally, my brother says, is anybody dead, you know? And then they, they, they were kind of startled. They were like, oh, no, we're all fine. So, you know, it, it really wasn't much you could do. It wasn't It wasn't nobody's fault. It was the, the excitement factor again. And, and, and it was the freezing rain and stuff. It had fell the night before on the shooting platform. It hadn't been chipped off or cleaned off or the, the salt hadn't took a pick because it was so cold. And, uh, you know, just the, the combination of two or three things. Now I make sure my shooting platform, I cover it. It's going to be freezing rain. It's not, it's not ice on it the next morning if I can keep from it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's something that it's stories like that, you know, you can kind of laugh about them now, but at the time, you know, it's really a pretty serious, you know, matter. And, and, and we're just lucky it was only, yeah. Yeah. I went through the front of the blind right there above the, <laughs> Above the hole of the blind, thank God. And it didn't, it didn't, it didn't hurt us out. It just scared the living daylights out of everybody. Yeah, that, that'd scare anybody. I know I've, I've been in that situation. I was out guiding some, some guys, uh, we we're on upland birds and I got two rules when I'm hunting, when I'm guiding over upland birds. And, and rule number one is the gun's always pointed up so you don't shoot the dog. Rule number two is don't shoot the dog. And, uh, yeah. and that, 
I've had a, a couple of young guys with me and teenagers and, uh, it was their, their, their first or second time out hunting. They're pretty much brand new. And all I heard was, and I heard another guy go duck and all I'm doing is jumping after my dog, hoping they don't shoot my dog. And I just see this kid swinging his shotgun right over in front of me. And I'm just on the deck, just praying I'm not going to get blasted as this pheasant's flying by. And, uh, been there, been there, done that, man. You know, you, you, you know, they're, they're war stories, they're, they're wounds. And, you know, a lot of times they end up being scars that you never forget and you make sure you're never in that situation again, you know? And so it's, it's, uh, but you know, I, I wouldn't trade it. It's, it's, it's a good learning experience and, uh, you know, thankfully nobody got hurt and thankfully, uh, I I don't think that, uh, those, those two guys, I don't think that will ever happen again and they'll ever be in that situation again either. Right. So thankfully we had some smart people. That's good that it it happened and come out in a a clean deal and, and got a good lesson out of it, you know? Exactly. They got a, a good scolding after that by by, <laughs> by myself yeah. and by their by their dad at the time. And, uh, you know, they they definitely, I know, took it serious. And, and I appreciated that the father at the time was right there and yelling at him and don't shoot, don't shoot. And, uh, you know, you, you never wish that situation on anyone, but they do happen. And, and all you can do is chalk it up to a, a, a learning experience. And thank God nobody got hurt. Right. Exactly. Well, awesome. Well, thanks so much again, Kyle, for joining us. Once again, I've got Kyle Homer on the line with me from Homer's Guide Service. Kyle, t- give everybody your phone number real quick. Tell them how to get hold of you. It's uh, my phone number is one seven three one three three five zero seven six four. It's uh, Kyle Homer at Homer's Guide Service. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, web web page realfootguides dot com. Just look us up. Follow us. We'll be killing ducks if they fly. And I know the weather this week, especially, I know for a lot of you, it's probably hard to get down there this week. But if you are uh, having interest in traveling and getting out to northwest Tennessee, definitely look up Kyle. Book a hunt. Let him know. Mention Duck Hunting Fanatics so he knows that you came through our community and he'll hook you up good and show you a good time. So thanks again, Kyle. Appreciate your time, my friend, and we'll catch you next week. All right, buddy. Thank you. You've been listening to Duck Hunting Fanatics. Boots on the ground, eyes in the sky migration report. On each show, we go knee deep in the duck blind and we talk to professional duck guides from all over the country. We interview them and get their top tips and tricks from their years of experience. We talk about everything duck hunting, applications for hunting over small spreads, hunting with decoys, the top five UTV accessories, shotgun accessories, duck decoys, anything and everything gear and apparel. To contact us when we're not doing a show, go to the website at duckhuntingfanatics.com. Find us on Facebook and YouTube at Duck Hunting Fanatics. We'll see you next time.